0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fangirl Confessionals. This is Shannon leading us in today in a crazy twist of events. Um, so I'm here with, as always, uh, Andrea. Hello, Andrea. How are you? I am so excited to talk about today's topic excellent. We all should be. I don't think I answered how I was. It's fine. It's too late now. I'm not rewinding it. I'm the host now, apparently. And I do not go back. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) This intro is going great so far. And also joining us as always is Liz. Liz, how are you? I'm I'm trying my best.
1: Send her the gold star.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm sure I'll get another chance where we all aren't so nervous about our answers um, and how how we're doing. Um, this responsibility was thrust upon me 30 <laughs> seconds ago, so I'm I'm just trying my best. That's all, you know. But uh, all that matters. <laughs> th- thank you thank you i appreciate that and i i will strive to improve uh in any other opportunity I get to intro the show, I don't know. Okay, let's, move on. <laughs> let's so so that's our intro for today.
1: Um, that was a very we're long all intro. very
0: tired, and we're yes. ready. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. So that's our intro, and so uh, next we're gonna move along. You know, we're gonna do. We have our our mission statement, and today giving our mission statement is Liz. So I'm gonna pass it to Liz with our mission statement.
2: There we are. Our mission statement. <laughs> Shit, we're so funny. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm we're so switching so places a little here. Um, our uh, mission. Missions. I'm trying my best. You're doing great. <laughs> our mission statement is that we are trying to create a safe space here, not only for ourselves, but for you, the listeners. Um, we want to be able to openly and frankly, talk about things that we like, that we dislike, that we loathe, that we love, like uh, the spectrum of emotions that come from being a fan of something. And sometimes that can be incendiary as we've seen on Twitter, um, and, and other social media platforms like Tumblr and Instagram and across the board, Facebook, across the board. Um, And so what we're doing here is just really having a place where we can be honest and and like accepting of each other's ideas, even if we disagree about something. So it's a completely safe space where you will not get judgments for your thoughts and opinions, your confessions, your weird favorite movies, and your guilty guilty pleasures, which we do not believe in. Um, We think that pleasures should not be guilty. You should feel free to love what you love. So that is our mission statement.
0: Excellent. There you go. That was amazing. You are much more <laughs> succinct than I am.
1: <laughs> Gold star for Liz. You're funny.
0: <laughs> we have a great topic today um, that we're very excited to talk about. Whether you find it a fun topic or not is going to be a little uh, subjective considering what we're discussing, but parts of it will be fun. We're very excited to do it. But before we get there, we have a little bit of house cleaning, housekeeping, housekeeping, to make about um, something we were planning to talk about. So I'm going to shoot that to Andrea since that was her. She's the one who came up with our plan for this. So Andrea, oh, so, go so ahead. If I,
1: if I get burned by everybody listening, that's on me. Okay, no, send no, 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 no. Safe
0: space, safe space, safe space. Okay,
1: so... Um, the first two episodes of Fangirl Confessional, we really wanted to talk about Marvel because it was leading up to Infinity War. Um, however, a lot of the shows in the RCN network have been discussing Infinity War, um, in a lot of length, and we decided that because they are, um, covering it to so such a big extent we wanted to take a break from marvel infinity war and focus on something else um however um if you guys want to hear our thoughts on infinity war and what we thought about it based on our favorite and the worst marvel movies since that's something that we already talked about we can definitely throw a bonus video bonus podcast um If you guys want to listen to it, but if not, then we're just going to be moving along. Um, Like Shannon said, the topic that today we're going to be talking about is TV shows, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the canceled. And that's one of the biggest things that has been happening lately. Um, So the very first thing that we do want to discuss is the shows that we are watching, the shows that we finished watching, and then talk about what Shannon calls the TV bloodbath of 2018.
0: It's a pretty apt title. I think uh, I think much of our listeners are going to agree with that one. Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. So So, (laughs) um, I get to go first today. Um, So I wanted to, you know, I wanted to find out, want to find out what everybody's watching right now because we don't talk about TV a lot, talk about movies a lot. So you know, I'll open it up. Right now, I'm watching. Only three things regularly because um, I struggle to focus on things. So I'm going to open up with the obvious. Um, I'm currently watching The Expanse. Um, If nobody knew that, if anybody's surprised by that, I know, absolutely shocking that Shannon's watching The Expanse right now. I just
1: saw a bird fall from the sky because it was shocking. Pigs
0: are flying. Yeah,
1: it's it's like, is it the
0: apocalypse? Please tell me. Oh, my God. Like, the Earth is freezing over. Um, So, yes, I am watching The Expanse. It is currently on its third season on sci fi, which is its last season on sci fi. However, as we will discuss when we get to our not so fun part of this discussion, there is a very good chance that there will be a season four. But we'll get into that later. Uh, season three is amazing. We're about halfway through. There's a new episode tomorrow that I'm very excited about. We record on Tuesdays, BT dubs. Um, very, uh, so I'm very excited about, it. they just released another teaser and I'm s- more stoked than I was yesterday. Um, I super hope that anyone listening to this gives the expanse a chance because we want our season four. Also, it's a very good show. So if you have sci-fi, or Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch the first two seasons. If you have Sci-Fi, you can watch season three. Please watch our show. Please help us save our show. Anyway, hashtag I am also hashtag not sponsored, right? Hashtag yeah. not sponsored. <laughs> hashtag save the Expanse. Okay. Um, yes, we're not sponsored, but it is. Uh, it's a show that's near and dear to my heart for a lot of personal reasons, and I can't imagine a world without it on the air. Um, so, and I, I, I love and support everyone who works on that show from the crew up on up to the cast and the writers. And so I really want this show to continue. So yeah, please help us. Um, uh, I'm currently watching. I've tried to watch this show several times, Brooklyn nine, nine, not because I don't like it because I always end up n- just stopping. So I restarted it. I'm going full speed ahead. No, it's not because it was almost canceled. Um, I just took this as an opportunity to now I can catch up before the next season. So I'm loving Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Always going to recommend Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Excellent show. The cast is phenomenal. Very funny. I'm also watching Westworld like everybody else. I'm not even going to talk about Westworld. You know what I'm going to say. It's great. You're all watching it too. Whatever. Westworld. Uh, And then two shows from Japan, Sailor Moon, because it is being re-released and I'm watching it as they re-release it. And I love it. Just like I did when I was eight. And Terrace House. Terrace, like a hill, because (laughs) no one ever knows what you're saying when you talk about this. Um, It is a Japanese, uh, kind of like real world, but they don't fight the same way. Um, It is very little producer interaction. They just live their lives. It's six strangers in a house, three boys, three girls. And they see what happens, if relationships form, if friendships form. Uh, It's a very calming show. It's very fun if you can sit through shows uh, with subtitles. I highly recommend it. The best part is the panel. They have a panel of six hosts, three men, three women, who discuss what happens on the show as you're watching. It is very funny. I think most of them are comedians. And uh, they're the highlight. Um, I cannot hear the word guilty without thinking of the show anymore because of oh, a character gosh. they called the Guilty Samurai. And <laughs> the they say the word guilty. So every time it's like guilty, guilty. They like bring it up. It's like a recurring joke now because of it, but it's a very nice show. It's a really interesting look into like Japanese culture. If you watch the season, Boys and Girls in the City and the current season, um, there's one that takes place in Hawaii that's less so. Um, but it's really cool. I highly recommend it to anyone who's willing to watch that. It's very good. It's on Netflix. Uh, they release them eight episodes at a time because it's airing on TV in Japan. But Terrace House, not terrorists, Terrace. <laughs> it's very good.
1: T-E-R-R-A-C-E. <laughs>
0: so, yes. It's like a cheerleader here. Um, but that's pretty much all I'm watching. I don't... The only things, the only thing I'm watching like regularly is Westworld and The Expanse, um, the uh, and Brooklyn Nine because I'm binging it whenever I'm at my computer. But you know, I have a very mixed bag of interests, so that's <laughs> that's where we're at. So, Liz, what what are you watching right now?
2: Um, I there were some some shows that I watched that are now on hiatus or were finished out, um, and that is Jane the Virgin, Scandal, and New Girl, were my like shows that I watched. Reg- like Love week Jane to week. Jane the Virgin. So good. Um, so good. And then the other day I just like binge watched uh, Handmaid's Tale, which is the exact <laughs> wrong way to watch the show, by the way. Never binge watch. <laughs> and the exact
0: opposite the- of Jane the Virgin. <laughs> yes. It is the exact opposite.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Just a, just a note. Like never. Don't do this to yourself. Uh, it's masochistic at worst or best. <laughs> I don't know. It's so, it's, but like, it's so addictive and so like engrossing and just so, I don't know. The writing is great. The visuals are beautiful, but also like just jarring and hard Mm -hmm. to watch. I mean, obviously the subject matter is tough and I knew that going into it. I just didn't expect to like be sucked in and I watched, Mm. so there's 10 episodes a season. We're on season two. Episode six comes out tomorrow. Like Shannon said, we're, we're taping on Tuesday. Um, and the episodes, I believe, come out Wednesdays. Yeah. Did you read the book? No, I did is- not read the book. Okay. Um, what I found really interesting was the book was written in the 80s by Margaret Atwood. And I find that the fact that she wrote this subject matter then, and it feels, s- like, scarily relevant now, is interesting to me. Um, it's the kind of show that, like, often hits too close to home. Like it's still dystopian Mm -hmm. and it's still exaggerated version of things, but there it's just some things that happen that I'm like, Oh, that's just, it's too real. It's too real while being such an exaggerated version of reality. It's so real. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's really, really good. It's, it's going to a crazy place I did not see, but it's just, it's so good. Um, and then I did a podcast, uh, with another network called the nerd lunch, nerd lunch is the network, um, and we did this thing where we had to assign each other shows and convince the people to watch them. And my assignment was the Americans. Um, and that was literally yesterday. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm already hooked on it. I'm already on episode like five um, with Carrie Russell and Matthew Rhys. It's so good. It's like alias, but darker. Um, but also from the other side, because they're Russian and not American. Um, Cold so, uh, War yeah, Cold oh, War time. I almost
0: said a bad word. <laughs> Cold War. War
2: nonsense. Cold Warsh. <laughs> Cold Warsh. <laughs> Just Cold Warsh. Can. It's very Russian of you. <laughs> um, I'll leave that in. <laughs> so, that one I'm obsessed with. And then the show I'm really looking forward to coming back is Glow on Netflix. I'm obsessed with Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling um, with Allison Bree. It's so fun. And just, like, uplifting and, like, female empowerment fun show. It's coming back in June, and I can't freaking wait. So that's everything
1: I'm watching.
0: Cool. Uh, Andrew. what are you watching right now?
1: Um... The way that I watch TV is that I'll watch two episodes of a show and then I'll have to move on just because my attention span is like a goldfish sometimes. So I just.
2: Same girl. (laughs) I'm not like that at all. I will watch like 12 (laughs) episodes of a show immediately.
1: You know, it just depends. Like, the, a lot of the shows that I'm watching right now can be very heavy or, like, it can be very, like, overwhelming. So it's, like, I need to take a break from it. A yeah, um, palate
0: cleanser. Yeah, sure. yeah.
1: Like, for example, like, Black Mirror, I cannot watch more than two episodes yeah. without just feeling like I hate the world. Um, I Because I watched 13 Reasons Why the first season, just out of curiosity, a lot of my students were talking about it. I was like, you know what? Let's just watch it. And because I like to complete series and, um, shows, I decided to start watching the second season. And again, that's another one that's like, it's so heavy that I need to take a break from it. Um, I watch a uh, guilty confession right here. Um, I, I watch a lot of reality TV sometimes and that can be very like catch me in a bad mood and I'll punch yeah. somebody out kind of thing. Just that's my it,
0: palate cleanser. Yeah.
1: Cause it's, it, but it can be very overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. but Overall, I finished watching season two of Jessica Jones last night. Um, wasn't a fan of season two as much as season one. Um, I finished watching Spartacus last night, too. I, I loved, loved the whole entire show. Um, Manu Bennett and then um, both um, Andy Whitfield, who passed away after season one. And then Liam McIntyre did a phenomenal job. Um, and. At the end of it, I just felt so gutted. Um, I feel like it's a—it's a show you have to watch again to to mm-hmm. really appreciate. Um, like Shannon, I've been watching The Expanse, and I've been trying to get caught up in Colony too.
0: I have a follow question for you, Andrea. Ha- have you read the books of what The Expanse? Of course. I just figured I'd give you a follow-up question, too. Liz, got a follow-up question? You got a follow-up question. <laughs> there you go. I'm, trying to do, I'm trying to do my job as a moderator. Follow-up questions. I, yes, forgot to, I forgot to mention that I
2: continuously, on a loop, watch Rest of Development, like ad nauseam, like Ooh. just continuously goes on and on. And they recently released, re-released season four, Fatal Consequences. Um, the episodes are reordered and restructured. Um, based on the way that they used to cut the show, rather than uh-huh. in the new way they did for Netflix. So oh they re-
0: yeah, I did hear about uh, yeah. the origin the way they cut it for Netflix. Yeah, so they recut
2: the whole show for a new season four, Fatal Consequences, which is what they're ca- calling it, with new common, you know, new narration by Ron Howard, new way that they cut the entire thing, and then uh, recently promos for the Bluth family have been showing up like on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook and email. Um, so they're preparing for season five. So I'm excited for that because I love Arrested Development so much.
0: That sounds like me and Psych. Yeah, I haven't
2: watched I, Psych. I have all seasons in my house. I have to watch it. It's my, my father show loves of all it. Time he made me he made me borrow all of his DVD set, and I haven't dived in yet.
0: It's very good. It's very very good. Okay, maybe that'll be my palate cleanser I from the darkness of yeah. <laughs> <Handmaid's Tale laughs> and, in the Americans and in the best way possible. I think you'll probably enjoy it more than me because I feel like you're gonna get more of the jokes than I would, I did.
2: My brother keeps saying that it'll be a show that I love, and I and I believe that. I just haven't. Like, a DVD box set is more daunting than, like, a Netflix binge watch for some reason. Unless
1: it's Battlestar Galactica, because you can look at that box set and
0: love it forever. (laughs) Yes.
2: Well, and I have my Buffy box set, which I love.
0: I love Buffy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sykes Sykes my Buffy. There you go. I love Syke. It's very good. Very good. Lots of good feelings. Okay.
2: I will need to have that um, enter my atmosphere after the Americans.
0: So, <clears throat> now that we get to us. the maybe not so fun part. Can we get some sad music? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I guess. Dun, wait, That sounded happier than I think what you wanted. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't remember. I always get it confused with like, not, the, not like a Star Wars music. There's another like a military song that you I always get, taps. get the funeral dirge confused with,
2: which I taps. just did. Yeah.
0: So, so do, do, yep. do, do I always get confused do, with taps. Do, do. Yeah, always. Taps. So, um, if you haven't figured it out, we are going to be discussing what I like to call the TV bloodbath of 2018. In memoriam. Um, what? In memoriam. In memoriam. <laughs> yes, the in memoriam segment. Well, we do have some zombies. Mm-hmm. So, I mm-hmm. and I don't mean I zombie, and I don't mean Santa Clarita Diet. Um, we do have some resurrections. We are going to discuss the supernaturals of, uh, of this season. Uh, we are going to s- discuss the Sam and Deans of this television season. Um, that's a we very would never get joke. canceled, by the way. We, yeah, we're not going to discuss that. <laughs> there are people who are very sensitive to discussion about supernatural. Um, yes. so yeah, so we're going to talk about, what I've been affectionately calling the TV bloodbath of 2018, because that's actually what a lot of uh, entertainment outlets have been calling it. Um, In a single, like I think three days, um, all of the major networks and broadcasting cable canceled like more television. I think it was overwhelming because it was such a short period of time when usually you get that news over a few weeks
2: well, yeah, because different networks decide at different times, and this was like everybody was like in a room, like, "Yeah, let's get rid of that." It's the like a red wedding. Yeah, all of That was the other stomach. way. Oh, I, gosh. So I, just,
0: I think I called it that too on the tight of I think it's the red, <laughs> the red, red wedding, wedding of television. Um, <laughs> oh no, it was brutal, and a yeah. lot of fans of a lot of different shows were left in a lurch. And um, I, I'm, I'm gonna. We have a specific. Thing we're going to discuss in a little bit which i think we're uniquely interested in talking about but i'm just going to list some of these first ones so we had like quantico a designated survivor lethal weapon which is an outlier and we can get to that the mick kimmy schmidt um like how how when you guys were like seeing this news come out and you can talk about specific shows you watch on that part of the list, obviously. Um, how did you feel? I'll start with Liz this time. When this news started, like, coming out, how how did that make you, like, feel? Like, what hit you the most out of those, like, if any of them? Um, I really like Kimmy Schmidt. So
2: I was actually really surprised that it specifically got canceled. Um, and I just, I don't get, like, okay, here's my story with cancellations. Briefly. Dark Angel was one of my absolute favorite television shows (laughs) in high school. Um, Starring Jessica Alba, directed by James Cameron, favorite. Just uh, Michael Weatherly loved it, and like season season one latched on. Watched season two, and it got like brutally canceled on the end of a huge cliffhanger. Horrible, horrible. So I'm super tentative about getting like. Like, I always think, oh, it could get canceled. So, like, as much as I love it, like, it could be gone. So, you know, that would suck. But I don't feel like I was that attached to Kimmy Schmidt. But I really, really liked it. And I was, like, I was a little surprised because I thought the reception was good for it. And I thought people really, really enjoyed it. So I'm more surprised than, like, shock, awe, sign a petition, And, uh, all the other story is, um, also in high school, Roswell at the end of season one was on the bubble and was going to get canceled or did get canceled. And every, all the fans sent Tabasco sauce to the studio and got it (laughs) renewed. Um, this was back in the day before anything. (laughs) I'm old enough to say back in the day. Um, before you could do like Twitter campaigns or whatever, and so we all sent like Tabasco sauce to the com- to the to the network, and
0: I remember that,
2: Tim. yeah, and it got s- renewed for two more seasons and finished out on season three. Um, so like those two experiences with canceled shows taught me a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, and that also reminds me of Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, uh, yep. the subway was it subway. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yep. fans teamed up with the subway, subway to save the yep. show, which is such a weird. Weird Team and to awesome. save a show. I don't know. I love that. And awesome. <laughs> I was also
2: surprised about Designated Survivor. I don't. I watched it the first couple episodes and really liked it because I'm a big Kiefer fan. Um, it was like an ex, ex. Like I mean, from from 24, and I love him, and I don't care.
0: No, no, no. It just sometimes it Kiefer strange. sounds like you say <laughs> something else. Oh, I don't. I don't know what it sounds <laughs> like. <have> <laughs> it's no. Like, you know, drugs. Oh. <laughs> Ke- I didn't mean anything dirty. I Kiefer at, with like the I
2: meant weed. Kiefer Sutherland, anyway. the actor, not the drugs. <laughs>
0: Kiefer, Ke- the, the actor.
2: <laughs>
0: I love Continue. him
2: so much. And... I was really surprised by that cancellation, and I have some friends who really like that show, and I know that they were just super disappointed by its cancellation, so that's just those initial ones that you were specifically talking about. Um, I didn't latch on to um, I know a lot of people who liked it, definitely was never gonna watch Lethal Weapon, a TV show. Please. Um, that is not, no. Please. That would never even, like, I was like, oh, they're making a TV show out of Lethal Weapon? Cool, never. Like, <laughs>
0: No. So deciding I'm not, right out the gate I
2: would be surprised if they didn't cancel that um and then I don't know much about the mix so that's those are my yeah. reactions to those
0: yeah Andrea um anything on that list stand out to you at all and how did you know all this death and destruction make you feel <laughs>
1: I I feel the same way as Liz. I it's really hard for me to get into a TV show because I I run into the risk of getting attached and getting my like just getting gutted by a cancellation and and I on the top of my head I can't think of something that has actually happened where it's been canceled other than when we talk about The Expanse, but um, Quantico, I watched first season. I, I really loved it. I love the story. I love the, just the whole entire concept. I haven't watched season two, so I can't really say what went wrong with it. Um, Designated Survivor, I did hear a lot of good things about it. So it, it, it's an interesting, again, an interesting concept that I am not opposed to actually taking a look at and seeing what was up with it. Lethal Weapon, meh, I like the movies, but I could care less. The Make, I don't know what that is about. Um, Kimmy Schmidt, I, again, just something that I've heard about, but I it just doesn't catch my interest. Um, so that's just my feelings about it. It was kind of upsetting here about Quantico, but again, I haven't watched season two, so I really can't say too much about it.
0: Yeah. And Lethal Weapon, I should say, is an outlier in that uh, I think it was two weeks ago, Lethal Weapon fired its star um, who played Mel Gibson's character. Um, So a lot of people kind of assumed because Fox was scrambling to find someone to play him. A lot of people assumed it was going to get canceled and it was a fairly popular show. So like the fact that it got canceled is... A little bizarre, but when you know the story, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, that happens. But... And that it's was a Fox. Little- <laughs> and it's Fox. Um, The Cancellation Masters. Ugh. But after... Well, and sci-fi. Sci-fi is up there with them. Yeah, um, that's true. But... Yeah, so Lethal Weapon was a little different. If you guys don't know what the Mick is, it's a it's a comedy I've heard. It's very funny. It's starring um I cannot remember her name. She's in It's oh. Always Sunny.
2: Yes. Oh yes. It's like that she's like the nanny or something, the babysitter yes. or whatever, and she's yes. crazy.
0: So <laughs> um but you pants. know Yeah. So these were a lot of high profile shows on um. These are all network except for Kimmy Schmidt. These are all broadcast networks, ABC, Fox. Actually, all of them are ABC and Fox, um, except for Kimmy Schmidt. So the thing that I specifically wanted us to talk about, uh, we're all genre fans. We're all nerds. So as usual, as with every season, uh, genre shows typically tend to be the target for cancellation. And this year was no different. Now I have some shows on here that are on the bubble that I forgot to move. So I'm going to skip that one because we'll come back to that. But uh, for example, I don't know why I put Scorpion under genre, but Scorpion was also (laughs) canceled by CBS. Um, That was another popular show. But anyway, uh, genre shows, specifically sci-fi, fantasy, uh, horror, things that are not typical, just drama or comedy. So things that were cancelled that we lost this year, we had The Librarians, which was on TNT, The Exorcist, which was also on Fox, Lucifer, also on Fox, uh, Marvel's Inhumans, which we all saw coming, that was on ABC. It's been cancelled for months. We all knew it. It's cancelled. We did we know all knew it. <laughs> Liz and I have been waiting to talk about this. We have been. Um, <laughs> we have been waiting. Um, so Inhumans, uh, Shannara Chronicles, um, and Tremors wasn't picked up for pilot. We're gonna come back to another sci-fi show that we mentioned earlier. Um, but I specifically wanted to focus on genre shows since we are all into genre shows. So barring the one I accidentally point on put on here because it's on the bubble. Um, I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts specifically on uh genre television. Whether you you know whether you watched any of these shows or not, because I know Liz has a show she wants to talk about when it comes specifically to genre television, right? Uh, I want to hear you know your thoughts on cancellation and genre television, but I specifically want to hear how you feel about your show because you have some very strong feelings about your show. I have
2: such strong feelings about my show, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Shannon Chronicles. And it's, it's her expanse. I'm so sad. It's my dark angel all over again. <laughs> I got that. Deep cut. This is why no emotional connections are better. <laughs> I'd just rather go through life with my heart cut out rather than getting <laughs> cut out by someone else. <laughs>
0: Oh my Holy God! This is this, this is the dark. this is the wrong show. Why are we talking about it's Once Upon a Time? It's okay. Why are we talking about Once Upon a Time? <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: well, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs>
0: we'll get there. We'll get
2: there. Um, but okay, I I didn't feel like it wasn't like Dark Angel. Dark Angel was the deepest of cuts, <laughs> and I because I was in high school. I'm older now. It's okay. I can handle it. But. um I really uh, – my cousin actually recommended The Shannara Chronicles to me. It's uh, based on Terry Brooks' like, long-running novels um, from long ago. Um, so th- it has been out there for a long time. But, the, but MTV picked it up and made an, a television show starring Austin Butler and Monty Bennett in it and a bunch of other people. But those are, like, the most notables. Oh, and actually John Rhys-Davies is in it, too. Yeah. Plays, obviously, Gimli in Lord of the Rings and is in Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, so – it's uh, it's like this elvish world, and it's like elves and humans, and it's like very. It's like Lord of the Rings, but made by MTV. Like that's the best way to describe it. And it's like it should be guilty pleasure level, but it was really well done, and like the storytelling was. was well done. Right, Andrea watched it too. Uh, I enjoyed um, it a lot. It got dropped from sci-fi after season 1 picked up by Spike for Spike for season 2 MTV <laughs> yeah. MTV. MTV sorry Let's, it let's like not it blame sci-fi for murders they did not commit. <laughs> they commit plenty of organic murders. They commit murders. plenty of their own. You know what? I really felt like it belonged in sci-fi. That's why sometimes it, I get it, that, like yeah. I get it mixed up. It just felt like it belonged on sci-fi. But it was MTV. MTV dropped it. Spike picked it up, which was a shocking like, pairing. Such a weird thing for it to be on Spike, of all things. And then, um, and then canceled after season two. And like right after season two dropped on netflix canceled after season two so like not even really giving a broader audience a chance to latch onto it on a new network so i was really upset about that one because i really really like i found out about it like the day after binge watching season two and then it was like canceled i was like why did i even bother <laughs>
1: like, it's like a quit playing games with my heart Kind of yeah. backstreet boys kind of moment. It's a literal I mean, interpretation listen, of a backstreet boy
2: song. That's what boys a lot of people song. are saying right now. <laughs> it's the most literal interpretation of a backstreet boy song imaginable. Tell they do have why? a new song out. <laughs> do they? Yeah,
0: yes. do they? <laughs> why? I mean, we'll, do, we'll, be, we'll do a whole episode on boy bands. Okay. So we can yes, we discuss will. Discuss their new songs. Mine is New Kids
2: on the, <laughs> the Block. <laughs> Spoiler oh, alert. Oh, boy. So, anyways, that's the one that really um, I was very sad to hear about, and it brought back a lot of PTSD
0: from high school. <laughs> oh, were, uh, were there any shows on there that you were considering watching before cancellation? Um, actually,
2: I will. I will continue. Like, I watched season one of Timeless. I just haven't had a chance mm. to watch season two. It's
0: that's It's on the wrong list. It's on the wrong list. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> it's on the um, bubble.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is on the bubble. You're right, it is on the bubble.
0: Hold on, let me take a second. But regardless, I
2: will watch it. (laughs) So we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I have been interested in the librarians, actually. Um, I've heard it's fun.
0: Have Uh, you watched the original movies?
2: Yes, I've seen... Love Noah Wiley. Love Noah Wiley. I think I saw the first one. I also love me some Christian Kane. by the way. He is a country music singer and was in Angel, and I love him. <laughs> he, I, You probably didn't know he was a country music singer. He was. He has like four singles. <laughs> <I'm>
0: <laughs> you learn something to- new every day on this podcast. I've I have never them all seen on this my end. Spotify,
2: and I love him. Um, so anyways, I love him, so that was like a draw for me, um, but I haven't. Uh, I don't know I don't know where to find it. I don't know what network it's on. I just haven't done the research to find it. So that's one i I would be interested in. Um and I would I'd still watch shows that are canceled. Like I don't mind watching a show even though it, if I know that it ends, it's less painful.
0: <laughs> that's
2: fair. That's and a like, fair. I like all right. Well, I still want to be engaged in the characters even if it's. I'm not going to get like a happy ending from it. So Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Those are from that list. Yeah.
0: Andrea, um same thing to you. Uh, is there anything on there that you have watched or that you had wanted to watch, or what are your feelings about genre shows, you know, and how they're treated by the networks?
1: Um, I, I'm in a similar boat as Liz. I watched season one of Shannara Chronicles and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I knew season two was going to drop, and now I just feel like is it. Like, what's the point of me continuing to enjoy the show if it's canceled? It just.
2: You still should. You still should. Season two is good. You should. You should do it. Do it. Do it.
1: (laughs) Okay, fine. I guess. (laughs) It's worth watching. It's worth watching. I guess I'll suffer with you. Um, I I really enjoyed it. They did have some good actors in it. And uh, again, I was surprised that they were able to, as an MTV original, quote unquote, that they would be able to have some of these actors um lucifer was something that i was pretty interested in watching uh and then the librarians but i heard a lot of backlash on it because of how it deviates from the books uh was it a book series before
0: lucifer was was a graphic novel series
1: yeah i think i'm thinking about something else but yeah the librarians was something else that i was like um considering but again it's The whole entire idea that I don't want to get attached to a TV show that could potentially be destroyed after season one or two.
0: Destroyed. (laughs) We're so dramatic. There are two shows on here that I wanted to expand upon because I also want to let Liz and I go off on The Inhumans. But (laughs) Tremors was a pilot that wasn't picked up. It was pretty high profile. Kevin Bacon was back in the mix. Um, they were doing it for sci fi and then sci fi decided not to do it. That's a um, big
2: one. That's a big get to cancel a out a pilot.
0: They allow Sharknado
1: to pass through.
0: How dare Can you, know you speak ill of Sharknado? Andrew, we're going to get to the sci-fi sci-fi bashing, I promise you. We're going to have a whole episode about Sharknado, by the Yeah, we should do a Sharknado episode as I've well. I've seen every Sharknado. Um, <laughs> All of them. Don't
1: put me through this misery, please. Um, we're doing so,
0: it. Shark Week. Yeah, so Tremors was a pretty high-profile one. And speaking of high-profile,
1: <laughs>
0: Marvel's Shannon. The Inhumans. Um, which was released, the first two episodes were released with quite a fanfare in IMAX. Uh, Inhumans was supposed to be a film um, that because of, I guess, the the scheduling of all the other films got turned into a TV series for ABC, uh, which it had, like, a pretty popular actor for the current television climate. Um, and it just... <laughs> It just did not. It did not. It did not take off. Uh, Whether it was the bad CGI, whether it was the things or hair. Well, bad CGI hair, (laughs) Uh, or just bad wig hair too. Both kinds of hair. hair, Bad. Bad costumes. um, A giant dog that looks super fake. Um, It just looked like to me i mean i didn't watch the any full episodes i've seen clips no yeah i've seen one clip that has gone around on tumblr because it's become a meme um that's about and trailers it's about it i at first i was pretty interested but then as things start coming out i wasn't excited about it anymore and it's technically it's technically been canceled for a few months we all knew it wasn't going to get picked up for another season, but they didn't announce it until cancellation time, which I thought was funny. Um, what do you guys do? You guys well, have anything to say about *Inhumans*?
2: Yeah, so I saw the pilot in theaters. Ooh. because, yeah, I did. I was I'm very the only one. I know. Yeah, I was very excited about it um, because it's Marvel, so it was immediately mm-hmm. had the stamp of approval to give it a try, um, sight unseen and not knowing much about the Inhumans, I didn't have a lot of expectations going in. Just, and I actually really enjoyed the pilot as a, as of like a film and the way they presented it. Um, I thought it was very like engaging, like, yeah, the CGI wasn't great, but it doesn't, like, I don't care about that if, if other things pull me in, really. Um, obviously, in hindsight, they're really bad. And in a Marvel world, especially with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does a, such a good job, than to have Inhumans really, like, and Agent Carter did such a good job, than to see, like, Inhum- the level of Inhumans still being in the MCU. It, it, it is
0: surprising to see. It was so see. inhuman. <laughs> it was inhumane.
2: Yeah, but I did, and so oh. the funny thing for me was that I didn't end up finishing the season out. I just watched the first two episodes, and then, like, wor- I think, uh, I don't really know why, Uh, word of mouth started going around that it was really bad, and I think that might have colored it a little bit, but usually that doesn't affect me, so I don't know why I didn't finish it out, but that's telling, I think, for me, but, um, but I really enjoyed the, the premise and, like, where they ended the, the premiere of the two episodes and, like, sort of the direction they were gonna go in, so I was hopeful for it, but then, like, everything really went south pretty quickly, um, And so I'm not surprised it was canceled at all. Um, I wish it had gotten, I wish it had more of a tie-in with S.H.I.E.L.D. I I think it was a mistake to have it have such an outside, uh, like, not-at-all connection, Mm -hmm. especially because S.H.I.E.L.D. really deals very, very intimately with Inhumans, uh, given that Daisy Quake Sky is an Inhuman. Um, So I think it's weird that that it was really, like, not dealt with very well on S.H.I.E.L.D., um or right. if they did they didn't really make a big deal about it so
1: see the thing to me like when i was looking at just potentially watching in humans it just felt like a joke it it did it, it honestly compared to everything else that we have seen from marvel it just felt like it was fan made stuff and and i just could not get past that and and maybe that's just unfair and, and on my part but considering a lot of the things that have been said, the things that I have seen. And like Liz, I don't I don't pay too much attention to, to everybody else's opinions. I'll, I'll watch it if I want to. Um, but to me, it just felt like it wasn't what I wanted from a Marvel show. Um, so I just never gave it a chance.
2: Yeah, and I feel like sometimes there are cases where like opinions really, opinions and thoughts about it Are so overwhelming that, like, it's very difficult to ignore and really, and you have to be like, is it really that great? <laughs> like, no people liked it. Like, I didn't find anyone else who was like, I went and saw it in theaters and loved it. I was like, oh, okay. I'm, like, the only, literally the only one who enjoyed yeah. it. I, The thing I really liked about it, it initially um, on, the, like, the, the Inhumans planet, and I don't know all the comic lore, and I don't even remember because I only saw it the one time, like, names of planets and stuff. So I'm not getting into that. But whatever planet they're on, I think they're on the moon, though, aren't they? I don't know. Okay. I feel like they're on the moon. That could be very wrong. I don't know. I don't care. Anyways. (laughs) They're in the moon. The way that they created their world and their society on like the Inhumans planet, it made me think of like a very like Kryptonian society situation, like a royal family and like this Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Infighting like um, Zod and Jor-El and that kind of thing. Um so that really like drew me in because of the. It really reminded me of Krypton in that way. So that was interesting to me. And then to cut and to bring that to Earth, I think they lost something in the translation. But um, I don't know. I enjoyed it, but I'm not shocked by this at all. And I'm just like you sh- were saying, Shannon. I'm just surprised they waited this long to tell us because yeah. we knew this was coming. I think they were
0: embarrassed. I would be Maybe. too.
2: <laughs> well, the thing about it is that like. Marvel has so many hits and so many great things that, like, they can't get it all right. right. It's just yeah. save the things that you did right, like Agent Carter. Man, like oh, that's boy. to me. That to me is the weird thing. Is like people cancel things and then put their money behind something else and then cancel that thing. Whereas, like, you already spent two seasons building up a fan base mm-hmm. and you already have a buy-in of a Marvel fan base that you should just use. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird to me. And I wish they had gone with Most Wanted over Inhumans if they were going to choose between them. Yeah. <laughs> like, So, I don't know. That's my whole feeling about Inhumans. I know you've been dying to talk about it. I just
0: love making fun of Inhumans. I, I don't know. I mean, part of it might be because I'm not like... I kind of fell out of the Marvel television stuff minus the Netflix stuff a long time ago Uh, for personal reasons. I don't want to get into because it's apparently contentious. Um, But I just when I heard, you know, this was becoming a show, I was like, it's never good news when a movie that they have been hyping up for two years is suddenly a television show. It's never good news. Um, it just makes you wonder how much quality is going to be lost because production value goes down for television because you have to pay for more of it. Um, so there was just, you know, a lot of us have been, you know, thinking it would be bad for a while. Um, it sucked to see it happen because, uh, you know, I thought iron fist was going to be there. Oops. Downfall, but it wasn't, um, it was yep. in humans. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. It's Marvel's first f- complete. It's Marvel, I think it's their first failure. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, that's still a pretty good margin. Um, oh, I that's mean, a pretty and solid hello, margin.
2: Infinity War has shown that it hasn't, like, hurt their brand oh, at no. all. So they're, they're Most fine. Most people forgot no really
0: humans okay. existed. So it's yeah, fine. <laughs> it was really, really a blip for them. Yeah. It's really okay. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, there's the obvious things that happen. We have shows. uh, Sometimes, guys, a miracle happens. Sometimes your favorite show is canceled. (laughs) And it's either saved by a network like Roswell was or Chuck. I think there were a couple other ones, but I can't remember all of them. Timeless. Timeless. Was oh, sorry. it? sorry. <laughs> we're talking about that. Was that, was that Same. That was another one last year. I think it was on the pubble, bubble last year too. Again? It got fully canceled. Yeah, it timeless. got canceled and brought back within like three right. days. That was a wild right. three days. I remember that. Um, yeah. So, they sorry, canceled we, are it we are talking and about that one. It back. But it, we'll come back it's to It's on timeless. the list again. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back to yeah. it because it's not canceled yet. So we're going to come back no. to it. Um, yeah. But basically you have a show that is hugely popular and is for some inexplicable reason canceled. And that show this year is Brooklyn nine, nine. I remember being completely shocked when this news broke, um, because I know Brooklyn nine, nine is hugely popular. Um, it's hugely popular for its diversity and also it's comedy style. um, And it's cast. It is a very, very popular show. And it's not that expensive to make. You'd probably be paying more in um, salary to the actors than anything else. So I was pretty startled. I don't know. Are you guys Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans? No, no. Not, watch Brooklyn really. 9. Um, <laughs> but I was su- yeah, I was surprised though, because my entire Twitter feed like blew yeah, up Twitter immediately. And I really all, thought it had done well. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty bizarre. But then when you get into the story of how it was saved, it starts to maybe come together a little bit. So it was airing on Fox. However,
2: Wah-wah. it was produced
0: <laughs> by NBC Universal, which is hmm. NBC um so what happened was uh brooklyn and i got canceled by fox probably because they have to pay for it and then nbc who owns the show within 24 hours decided they would take it um and i know the president the nbc president had said he regretted ever giving the rights to fox um and he probably said that because they probably thought it wasn't going to be as successful. And then it was. Um, and that's, you know, regret happens when it's millions of dollars. Um, but this was an extreme outlier because of that, because the channel that saved it is the channel that owned it. The si- a similar thing goes for another show that a lot of people threw a lot of flack at because it was revived by the channel that canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine was Last Man Standing. I've never watched it. I have no interest in watching it, but it was on ABC and it was owned by Fox. So when ABC canceled it, Fox revived it. So it's a similar situation. That's a very unusual situation. Um, But these are, you know, well, I I won't say Last Man Standing is a hugely popular show, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine was a hugely popular show. And the fan outcry was so huge that it blew up our Twitter feeds and it Mm -hmm. got the attention of NBC and it is their show. I mean within hours there were reports that people were swooping in to save it Hulu, Netflix, um, yeah. NBC, somebody else. Uh people wanted Brooklyn Nine-Nine because it has that massive fan base and it was on a broadcast network. Everybody got Fox. So anybody could watch it. So honestly it's a bigger boon for NBC because mo- all of, like pretty much every American is going to have NBC. It's a broadcast network or a, sorry yeah, broadcast network, so everybody has it. it's not yeah. cable. Um nope. uh so you know that's very exciting for them. And then you have another NBC Universal channel, one that Andrea has been chomping <laughs> at the bit to go at, and one that is also known for its bitter cancellation wars. Uh sci fi canceled the expanse. This wasn't necessarily a shock to us. Was it a shock to you, Andrea? Not really.
1: Um, sci-fi, just honest, and it sucks to say because I, I do like the the shows that they make, but they drop the ball on their shows so hard, and it's just unless it's Face Off, which I really love, also rip. I, I I honestly just don't care about sci-fi. It just it has. Oh, actually, in Killjoys, I really love
0: Killjoys. Also, rip. But. I,
1: yeah <laughs> aside from those i um, I mean i it wasn't a shock to me. I knew it was coming because it's sci-fi and and it sucks to say that about a network.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's that I mean yeah, it, yeah it's disappointing. It, it sucks because it's a show that I put a lot of time and, and love into, but i'm I'm hopeful that things will get go the right way.
0: Yeah, so um, the Expanse is a rare show. Um, in that it's not only diverse and powerful and timely, it is beautiful. It looks like a lot of money was put into production. It's an expensive show. Um, and there's a lot of CGI involved, which causes that. Um, but sci-fi only had linear airing rights, so they basically got their money on, um, live viewing and live plus three and plus seven and on demand until it switched over to amazon and netflix for uh distribution in the u.s and abroad and crave on canada um and so it wasn't because the audience wasn't big enough it wasn't financially viable for them and unfortunately sci-fi is a cable network it's a hard to get channel on a lot of packages Um, I have a lot of friends who couldn't get sci-fi or they lost it after a certain period of time because it was too expensive. Um, But in this day and age, sci-fi doesn't really belong on people. Sci-fi viewers prefer binging. And so as we speak, The Expanse is uh, Alcon Entertainment and talks with Amazon Prime to save The Expanse. So we're still waiting on that. But it's another outlier where it's a show that has a huge fan base that is making a lot of waves. There are a lot of well-known fans, George R. Mm-hmm. Martin, uh, Patton Oswalt, Adam Savage, um, Matt Muir, or Mark Muir, who plays Commander Shepard. Like, you know, we got, we got, some, got some big names here, you know. Um, yeah. it, had, it was such an outpouring of love. They hired a plane. To fly around Amazon <laughs> twice. Uh they're firing a Rossi into space. Uh we're we're a little extra, but the uh, the outpouring has been such that apparently it came out that Amazon wanted the show in the first place. So as we speak, they are trying to make that happen for season four. We're gonna save that money on the plane. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh we didn't know that at the time. Uh, they're like guys don't worry we already
2: want it So <laughs> stop spending the money that we need <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're you know there's hope for, it's 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 one of those shows it's a rare thing where the fans are actually very confident about it being saved so none of us really mourned it because we genuinely thought it was going to be saved so we'll wait and see jury's still out but the talks are happening so please um in that same vein, Lucifer is also has a huge fan base, um, making waves, trying to get the show picked up by somebody else. I don't. I've been meaning to watch it. I visited the set when I was in LA. It's cool. Um, I've been meaning to watch it. I I like the actor. He's quite cute. Tom is that his name? He's quite <laughs> cute. Um, I don't know the circumstances sur- surrounding that cancellation, but I do want to talk about uh infighting it happens every cancellation season when a show that people love is canceled people fight um because they want their show canceled above every other show um and for some reason uh the fight between the expanse and lucifer is quite contentious um more so on the lucifer side than the expanse side i'm not quite sure why this is happening we're they're two genre shows, right? I feel like we should be supporting each other because genre shows do not survive on television unless they're on HBO. Um, it's kind or the of CW or the CW. Rip, Wayward Sisters. By the way, I forgot to mention that it's another high-profile pilot that didn't get picked up. Um, but you know, I think we shouldn't fight. We all want our shows to keep airing, you know. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever had this happen. I don't know how involved you've ever been in a fandom i've never I've seen it happen. I've never been involved in it um but there's there has been some contention andrea have you since- since you're in the expanse Center, have you seen anything
1: um I've seen the negativity. I feel like again because people grow so attached to the shows they feel like they they're I don't know if entitled is the right word mm. to say, um, but they feel like it's their show. It's the one that matters and it doesn't have to extend to a different show mm-hmm. and them fighting like, oh, well yours doesn't deserve it. Ours does. It can just stay within the show itself. Okay. I, I saw a lot of backlash towards the actors, towards the production team. And it's like, that's not their fault. (laughs) And and even if like, even if that's not their fault and stuff like that, like it's just not fair to go after the people that have put so much time and effort into the show. Yeah. Sci-fi did have their reasons for not accepting season um, four and, but I'm not going to go after them. Like, it's just, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And I'm not, there's nothing I can do about it. Bitching at them is not really going to solve the problem going after Alkin. It's not really the best thing for us to do because it really, if we want to solve a problem, don't do it with pitchforks and knives, do it in a positive way. And I think that at the very beginning, it was very negative negative. Um, but we've started to shift to a more positive light. And that's really nice to see because that the positive talks that the more family oriented, like we're a family, we stick together is much better than us feeling like we need to one up each other and belittle another show because ours is, is better. So just take the high road people like seriously just it it doesn't it doesn't mean that i don't care about the show and i'm not gonna fight for it but i'm gonna go about it in a more positive way
0: yeah yeah bashing another show isn't gonna save your show a lot of times um there was an issue when dark matter was canceled as well they also came after um expanse and the expanse fans because they thought it was a mat yeah because they thought dark matter was canceled only because the expanse was more expensive and sci-fi needed the money um That's a very simplistic way of viewing any issue. I don't know what the real cause was, but there was a lot of contention towards us when we didn't do anything. And they were sending things to the actors of The Expanse as well. And a lot of dark matter actors have been supporting The Expanse because at the end of the day, they want their friends to work. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't want their friends to be out of a job looking for another acting opportunity or crew that they've worked with looking for another show to work on. Like it's more than just your show; these are people's livelihoods. So no, I would love for the I would love for Lucifer to get picked up. Uh, I certainly am not going to mock anyone uh, for their situation. I, I understand that they have a huge, like a giant petition over 2, 200,000 people have signed. Um, and I support them. I want the show to get. I wanted to watch it, so like I would watch it to help boost, you know, their numbers. It's it's not a matter of us versus them. We want our shows and no show is more special than any other show. I mean, shows will have different messages, but at no point is a show more important than another show, especially when it comes yeah. to people who work on it.
2: So Right. They're all jobs. And I think sometimes yeah. when our hearts get involved in fandoms and like really loving something, we forget the jobs that are behind it and making it. It's all creativity. Yeah. <laughs> Based So sometimes that can hit the heartstrings a little differently, but it's still people's paychecks and livelihoods, like you were saying. And what we as fans should want is for everybody, all these working actors that we love to be finding projects and, um, you know, with longevity, that would be great. And now some shows are real dumb and like the studios just like, you know, it's true. Studios like want are like hitting on nostalgia and putting thing money behind things that they really that like nobody's crying out for reboots that nobody wants. And that's, again, actors are part of that. And that's also their livelihood. And that's more of a studio issue than like, like even in that case, I wouldn't be like, how dare you actor sign up for that? Obviously they're going to sign up to do it, regardless of how stupid it is. Like if they made an Alf reboot, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? But I'd be like, dinosaurs. Yeah. I'd be like, well, okay. no Dinosaurs. I'd be like, yeah, that's true.
0: I would be down for a dinosaurs (laughs) reboot.
2: Like, if they were like, let's reboot Married with Children, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Like, I personally think the Roseanne reboot is ridiculous, and I never liked Roseanne, to be There's very honest. There's a lot honest. of
0: issues with this one, though.
2: So many, so There's many issues. There's a lot issues. of issues with this reboot. We won't reboot. get into that one. <laughs> no. But Today, that's a whole nother episode, but like I think that (laughs) reboot's super unnecessary. It's weird, it's weird to me that they're like, let's reboot Roseanne. But like, I don't begrudge the actors or the production people involved to having a job. I think that's a network decision that was a mistake. So, if anything, like the network should (laughs) have made smarter choices. But I'm happy to see like you know, John Goodman have a job. That's great. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm glad he gets a paycheck. But I think we as fans sometimes forget that and we have to like it's not personal to you that your show got canceled just like it wasn't personal to me in high school when Dark Angel Dark Angel got canceled no matter how much it felt that way oh, no. it wasn't it wasn't James Cameron's fault and it wasn't he wasn't targeting me <laughs>
0: Good God um, and earlier Liz did mention Timeless which has not yes. been canceled yet um it's on the bubble. We're still waiting. <laughs> it is on the bubble. It's very much on the bubble because they were trying to get live viewers for the finale, but it was canceled before for three days and then brought back from the dead. Um, so, you know, bubble shows are always nerve wracking. I'm going to quick fire around our last segment yeah. of this discussion, which is shows that ended, that were announced to be ending, that were canceled, but given an ending. Uh, yeah and they're all high-profile shows this time um so we've got and this once- is a bet
2: sorry really quick this is a best case scenario for mm-hmm. an ending like yeah. a, a cancellation because it is we knew that it, like i knew that new girl was being canceled but given like the chance to tell the ending which is like what you always want to see like i right. always wish canceled shows got like Two more free episodes to just be like, rush everything. I don't care how rushed it is, but just get us to a place where yeah. we're
0: like, okay, it's a done. A comfortable ending, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So continue. This is like a best case scenario for shows. Yeah, so endings
0: are way better than cancellations. Yeah. Um, so we've got Once Upon a Time from ABC, New cool. Girl from Fox, Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, which will be ending next year after Infinity War or after Avengers 4 is released in theaters. Sense 8, which is on Netflix, which was canceled. And then after a huge fan outcry was given an ending and Scandal. Um, I know you guys have watched a few of these shows on here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Andrea, uh, what shows on here have you watched and how do you feel about where we're at with those shows?
1: Um Sense8 was one that I actually really enjoyed. I didn't think that I was going to enjoy it so much. It was it, it's straight away from what I typically enjoy watching, but it brought up a lot of like I don't want to call it controversial, but things that made people talk and I really enjoyed that. Um, after its cancellation, I was pretty upset about it. I wanted to see how everything was going to come together. But um, they, they did have some fan service. And we're going to be able to get some closure from the, from the show, which is very nice. Um, and then Once Upon a Time um, was one that I really enjoyed, the whole entire Disney aspect of it. I thought that after a couple of seasons, it just lost its magic. Um, and it was very unfortunate because I wanted to have the same experience I had when I watched season one and season two. Um, I haven't really caught up with it, but I feel like after the huge turnover of the actors and actresses from the show, it just, it just died. Um, so I just feel like this is just one of those shows that needs to be put to rest and just goodbye. (laughs) Um, (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I like. I just like um, how you say that. It, Goodbye. It's, it's, again, it's one of those shows that after so many seasons, you you it just dies. Like you can say the same thing about, for example, like I and and I'm gonna probably get crucified by this, but like Walking Dead. Like I love the show, and I'm gonna continue watching it until it's over. But I feel like the momentum has died a little bit. Um, so it's just, I'm waiting for that one to, to go, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. Um, the other one, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I started watching it. I, I haven't really caught up at all. Um, but it's one that, again, it's Marvel. I'm interested in it. So I'll continue watching until it's done.
0: Liz, uh, what about you? How do you feel about anything on this list? I watched a lot list? of things. shows have you so. watched? Yeah. <laughs>
2: All the things. I actually never I seen Sense8, everything on this um, list. so that's not one of the things I've uh, watched. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I watched, like, religiously for the first four seasons and then um, trickled off for some reason. Sometimes if it gets, like, in a, in the Hulu queue where it's, like, only five episodes, I'm like, I don't have enough time. And then it'll expire, and I'm like, forget it. I'm just going to catch up later. So I'm waiting for it to end and then watch it um all the way through, which is also what I did with, I'm doing with Rebels, because now that Rebels has ended, I'm waiting for that one uh, So f- to find it where I can watch it and then binge watch it. Um, Once Upon a Time, I got lost on that one uh, when the time period that Andrea is talking about. It's like when a show like Walking Dead or Once Upon a Time, it, you feel like they've lost their direction and they're just making it up as they go along without an end game. Yeah. One of the things, regardless of what anybody feels about Lost, I feel like the fact that they designated an end game and gave themselves six seasons to tell their story. Um, I personally loved Lost from beginning to end. The finale impacted me greatly and I loved it. Um, That's a, obviously a divisive opinion, and lots of people don't like it. That's fine. But for me, it was really impactful and I loved it. But it's because they had an end game and a very clear thing in sight, regardless of it being vague or whatever, just giving themselves a time frame to work in expands creativity sometimes rather than, oh, we have 20 years. Like, that's so. <laughs> I I, like I think about Grey's Anatomy and I'm like why is it still on like what is I don't know that one's a baffling one to me that I'm like enough of you um so I feel like, Andrea, I feel like it really did lose its magic at some point. But I would like to go back and watch the whole series. Um, oh, I think definitely. It, yeah. yeah, I think it would really be one that benefits from a binge watch. Um, whereas mm-hmm. like what I was saying with Maiden's Tale, like don't do that. I can't stress that enough. Um, <laughs> don't binge watch 15 episodes in three days. Um, but Once Upon a Time I think it would be a great binge watch. <laughs> I think it would be, you, you would forgive more of the sins if you watch them back to back. I think you would like. Uh, you know, I think I'll like that. But the main ones for me were New Girl and Scandal. And I've watched, I caught, when did I get into Scandal? Probably season four. But I've been religiously watching it since then. Um, I felt like they ended it really well. Very like on a high note, great show. And and New Girl, I, w- I, I was a little let down by the vi- finale. There was one beautiful moment w- made me tear up and I thought it was a really like nice nod to the whole thing. But they were, they were very much almost canceled last season um, at the end of season five, I think, whatever their last season was. Um, and then they got an eight episode reprieve in which they were able to tell the rest of the story. And I liked what they did with it, but the very finale, I don't know. Finales are things that like I usually just bawl. Like so many finales I can name, like Sex in the City, I cried, Lost, I cried, Friends, I cried. Seinfeld makes me cry, which is weird because it's not really sad.
1: that's very interesting that you say that because there have been a lot of fantastic tv shows that had crappy finales i think that should be another episode
2: (laughs) yeah that would be a good one because yeah. Oh, absolutely. that's a very we divisive one, too, because, like, could talk o- talking about the lost one, like I was saying, plenty of people were like, what? And I was at my I was at my friend's house and we were just both holding hands and just bawling like, yes, <laughs> this is a wonderful. And then later on, we heard res- like reports of people not liking it. We were like, what? Did they watch the same thing?
0: As us? <laughs>
2: um, so I, I guess I expected more from New Girls finale. But there was a really lovely moment that I was like, oh, OK, I get it. Um, So those two were really like shows I was obsessed with and like just watched re- completely regularly and waited for and like hoped got renewed and stuff. So mm-hmm. I am sad that they're gone, but I'm glad that they got to have like proper endings. So those are mine.
0: Yeah. Luckily I only have one thing <laughs> on this list that I'm super attached to. And that's Sense8. Uh, it means a lot to me as somebody who doesn't usually see my story told on television in any way, shape, or form, in such an interesting and beautiful way. Uh, I love the Wachowskis. Um, I talked about how much I love Jupiter Ascending. I think they have incredible ideas. Um, And this one, normally their ideas suffer, the fact that they can't get their story into it. But I think this worked because it was a show. And they were able to expand what they were doing. They didn't have to worry about it. And The cast is amazing. They film all over the world. And that's part of why it wasn't continued. And I was so grateful that we're giving, we're being given a finale movie uh, that Netflix heard our voices uh, and understood how important the show is from a diversity aspect, from a representation aspect, um, from a love aspect, just the, the type of story it tells and the way it tells stories is so meaningful to a lot of people And I'm, I'm really grateful that we are going to get that ending. I think it's next month. I think it's June or July. Um, it'll be out on Netflix. So I'm very excited. Um, I can't wait to see how it ends. It's I know some people are squicked by that show, by certain things in that show, but it, it's for me a very important show. So I'm, I'm grateful. Um, I'm, I'm probably a lot of times where I'm probably during that show, um, Yeah, I know. I cried so much watching Sense8. Um, So I I'm probably gonna cry a lot. But I'm really grateful that Netflix was like, you know what, we'll order a final movie. Because we see how much it means to the cast, we see how much it means to you. And we'll let we'll let the Wachowskis finish their story. So, you know, I appreciate that. So that's I my love to super see a network respond like that, that and
2: really like understand um, like what we're talking about is yeah. uh, networks don't understand and they're canceling shows that are well well loved you know suits <laughs> just a bunch of suits just a bunch yeah. of suits I mean because we're talking about that aspect but then to see something like new girl get an eight episode reprieve, or preview sense eight get a movie or you know any of those things it's like the success story and it's the actual like. It's, oh, the network is hearing you. And even if it doesn't make as much as ordering a brand new show would or whatever, the business decision behind it, um, which to be honest, a lot of times it does make more money than they thought it would. And that's like the evidence of how much we've loved it. But um, to see that response and that like give and take between the fans and the network is like why we're, you know, like that's, Mm -hmm. that's what makes this whole thing work. And to have that communication now more than ever is, is cool to see
0: yeah so we're gonna get to this week's confession but because we're running a little long i want a quick can i give you an idea of how we're gonna try and take this show forward and we're gonna see how it goes um we've just discussed
1: not do a weekly confession this time because we are going to be changing the dynamic of how things are going to be going okay
0: yeah yeah awesome yeah there we go okay I'll add that to the explanation. Thank you. Good good cut in. (laughs) Also, way to save your ass. (laughs) Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, All right. So uh, that pretty much wraps up our discussion of the cancellations of this season, what we're watching right now. I'm sure we'll come back to television again sometime soon. Uh, Speaking of that, I kind of want to give you guys an idea of what uh, us hosts just discussed. Uh, about how we're going to take the show forward. Um, we spent a little bit of time talking about how we want to take the show, uh, considering how we've run the show compared to some of the other random chatter shows and what we want to do next. Um, we did want the show to be interactive. And so this new idea that we kind of discussed is how we're going to move in that direction. So every week we uh, Well, ahead of time, we're going to probably schedule a few weeks in advance and then go from there. We're going to pick a general topic. That topic can be anything from television or uh, lackluster series finales or Disney or Star Wars. We're going to pick an overall topic. Um, And then what we will do is we will discuss our, we will have it like an open discussion. So we'll discuss our uh feelings about things are confessions um we 'll each open it up we 'll discuss how we feel about those things and we're gonna open it up to you guys uh every week we'll tweet out what our theme is going to be. We can ask what your confessions are uh in relation to that theme. we can ask for your thoughts on that theme to kind of spur discussion and bring you into the discussion again. This is a safe space for everybody's uh confessions and their opinions um You know, as far as as far as it goes to you know where it doesn't become harmful. So we are going to love opening this up to you guys. We're really excited about where we're going to take this. We haven't picked what our next theme is going to be. Probably do that soon. Uh, The second we have that, we're going to tweet it out. We'll probably do it as soon as this episode goes live. Um, And we're going to bring you guys into our discussion. We're going to have a lot of fun just discussing just general topics and we'll we'll become more specific uh as themes need but we think it's more fun to make an open discussion with you guys and an open discussion between us because we have fun openly discussing things it's very fun um i don't know if you guys had fun with this episode i had fun, <laughs> um trashing in humans um so uh so that's how we're that's how we're gonna go we're not gonna um go necessarily by franchise we're going to go by theme uh and if anybody has any theme suggestions uh, you can email them to us we're going to get into our contact information in a second but that's how we're going to move forward we're going to see how that goes i think we evaluate but we think it's going to be fun right well, yeah, we think it's going to be fun. So we're going to wrap up this episode. We went a little over long, um, but it's there's a lot to talk about when it comes to television compared to movies. Uh, so I'm going to pass it on uh, to our next MVP uh, yeah, so we can start so our closing Andrea go ahead
1: for Fangirl Confessional I, hopefully you guys enjoyed this one it's really out of the what we normally want to do but I think that it's a very important topic to discuss um, because it's something that is really affecting a lot of the things that we do love and hold dear to our hearts so if you like this episode or you have other confessions or topics that you want us to discuss send us your feedback we really want to hear what you guys have to say um do you have any confessions to share with us if so drop them down below if you don't want us to say your name but you want your confession to be heard just go ahead let us know because we really want to hear them yes it's okay we're here for you to hold your hand through it all
0: We'll hear you. <laughs> Don't we'll hear you. We're everywhere.
1: Um, you can send us your feedback at uh, fangirlconfessional Sorry. at com, or you can also send it to randomchatter at randomchatter.com.
2: You can also find us online at randomchatter on Twitter um and specifically this podcast you can find us at fg underscore confessional um like we were talking about our infinity war thoughts um if you want to hear any of those this is a great way to find out what we thought um and also let us know if you are interested in bonus content but we would be happy to share our thoughts with you on twitter we all enjoy twitter the Twitters very, very much um and individually you can find us at shannon where can you be found
0: uh, I can be found pretty much anywhere at ShankBeezy. Andrea? You can find me
1: at, t- on Twitter at CatsBears. That's K A T Z B E A R Z.
2: And I can be found at nerd in the city, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, then don't forget to visit randomchatter.com for all of our other podcast listings. Andrea and Shannon both are on the tight beam, which is an expanse podcast. I am on guardians of the MCU, the random chatter flagship podcast and the movie rampage podcast. Um, so definitely check out, we have a lot of other things to offer, a lot of thing, new things coming down the pipe. So if you want to find out what we are up to, that is the best place to find out all of that information.
0: And speaking of coming down the pipe, uh, to make sure that we keep our, all of our shows hosted and keep more content rolling out. We do have a Patreon. Um, no, you're in no obligation to support it, but we do have some pretty cool, Um, levels for our Patreon supporters. Uh, One of those biggest things is we have a Discord server where we all talk to each other and to a lot of our listeners. Um, Recently, we opened up the channels for all of the shows. Originally, um, the the main lobby was you didn't have to donate anything or anything like that to get into the main lobby. Anyone could enter the main lobby. Uh, now we've opened up all of the show channels. So like the type beam and fangirl confessional random chatter. If you listen to those shows, you can now jump in and, you know, talk about what you listen to talk to the hosts, all that jazz Right there. We've opened it up to kind of give people an idea of what they can expect if they become a Patreon donor. If you donate just a dollar, you'll get access to the rest of our channels. And there are many channels. So many. Many, many. Like Star Wars. Um, we've got Marvel. We've got gaming, both like, uh, you know, computer gaming and, and video gaming and things like that. Uh, we've got, like, there's um a... A health one that a lot of people are doing health challenges together with there's all kinds of channels and for just a dollar you can access all of them however like i said if you just want to test it out see how you feel all of our channels for the show are open to anybody that's a brand new development we're really excited about it um and another thing that's really important to us not just monetary support we are a brand new show we're still growing we're still finding our feet So, uh, word of mouth and reviews are incredibly important for our show. It gets our show out there. It gets more listeners in and it kind of helps us, you know, find a bigger audience and find more people to get confessions from. So if you ever have the time, we would love for you to drop us a review on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast or just a couple stars, drop, drop a a rating. You don't even have to review. Um, tell your friends uh, what you like about the show definitely tweet us things word of mouth is incredibly important to a new show it's just as important as monetary support for the network but if you do want to become a Patreon donor we, first of all we super appreciate it we really appreciate people helping us keep the lights on um, you can find the link to our Patreon at randomchatter.com
1: and that is the end of Fangirl Confessional episode 3 this is Andrea and we're signing off bye guys